Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven.
Eye of the Tiger. Man, that's uh, 532 push-ups or one arm I just did a little. You did? I'm a little out of breath. Can you pick that up for me? Uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How you been? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. All How's everybody there? out there doing? We, we haven't been on the air for two weeks. Uh, yeah, well, you know. That's two weeks too long, right? I don't okay. make the decisions. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, life gets in the way sometimes. Life I have a new does mic. get in the way. So you sound great, I, by the way. So yeah, what's, thank you. What, what do you got new, over there? I just picked up a new uh, microphone from a company called Pop Voice on Amazon. So it's mm-hmm. for your... Uh, well, your your iPhones basically or, or iPads. We'll see how it sounds, but it does a good job. Um, I mean, we'll, you sound we'll good. Pop, pop 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 voice a couple promos then. Uh, yeah. Am I popping? Popping okay uh, on here? You sound good. All right, man. Right. Do I sound younger? That's what I want, right? I want to look younger and I want to sound younger. Uh, it definitely sounds sounds better. Great. Faye <laughs> says it sounds better. You sound the same, and um, Faye just said it sounds better, so you got his Good. approval, too. Pop voice on Amazon. Pick up those microphones for your uh, your cell phones. Mm-hmm. Um, Lily needs one now. Yeah, yeah. This, was a, this was a test run, Faye. If this one works, I'm going to grab her one. Yeah, we'll work on that. Thanks, Faye. Um, God, a lot of things have happened since we've spoken, huh? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of things are in the news right now, but I think right, one thing I want to say is, is uh, happy birthday to the network that we're on, um, yeah. So Driven. They just celebrated their fifth anniversary. Very cool. Uh, Bay has a new magazine out for uh, Totally Driven. Um, you can go to totallydriven.com or Totally Driven on Facebook to get more information on that. Um, Bay's typing something, see what he's going to say. He says, I know, we missed a good party. We, uh, I had family in town, and I had some issues I couldn't get out. Um, and Lillian's always traveling, babe. We never know where she's at. So <laughs> next secret. year we will be there, and the party will rock even higher because we'll be there. <laughs> yes. Happy anniversary, Bay. Um, and I think there's also some new um, new uh, shows here on the network, right? Um, let me see what they are. Let me look it up real quick. There are here on the Total Driven Network. Well, Total Driven comes on every Thursday night, eight to eleven. That's Bay Ragney. Right. Uh, Magic Mike also has a show on this on this uh, network. But what else is new? Tell me. Do you remember what they are? Let me look them up real quick. Today? Or we're, we're, yeah, you know, just the news in general is... Uh, I yeah, I haven't met these guys. No, no, on for the network, this network. Oh, for the network. No, I um, I don't, actually. Um, let, let me see. see. Hold on. I'll, I'll say what it is. So we have Friday's Bareback Facts. Um, let me see mm-hmm. who it is here. I'm trying to find the email where he sent it out. Where is it, Bay? His history yeah, well, mythology show. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty cool. I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was another one maybe on, on the weekend I saw, Bay. What was the other show? Thank goodness for Bay. <laughs> Sunday AM, straight football talk. So yeah. um, For all you yep. football fans. Get some, join this network. Follow us on follow it, Total Driven on Instagram, Facebook. Wherever you can find it, um, a lot of good shows on here, including our show, uh, Chris Kelly and Lillian from 80s TV. So uh, thank you for having us back. Thanks for uh, tuning in. If you want to call in tonight, what's the number, Lil? The number to call in is 718-508-9883. It's a good number. It is and a I good number. 
I still have to read it, but you haven't memorized it. I don't know how you've done that yet. I, I, Hi, it's I'm Lillian, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I don't think I heard it well. Can I have a repeat of that one more time? Hi, I'm Lillian, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Yes, love it. <laughs> Thanks, Faye. And I didn't even have to ask. <laughs> no. Wow. Wow. Thanks, Bay. He's laughing. <laughs> he just sent, sent me a message, LOL. Nice. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, Love it. Uh, later tonight, we're going to talk about the year 1988. Uh, Lillian, uh-huh. I'll tell you what we were doing in 1988, some uh-huh. things we remember and that we'll uh, reminisce about some things that happened that year. But uh, what's going on today, Lil? Do you see anything in the news? What's well, I mean, on? just in the last hour or so, um, news came across about Ariana Grande's um, concert in Manchester, England. Mm-hmm. Tonight, apparently some something happened. I think there it hasn't really come out exactly what happened, but there was like a, a like an explosive of some sort that went off, and apparently there's been some fatalities. I, I mean, the news is just coming in in bits and pieces right now. Um, I don't know if you've heard anything more yeah, than I mean, what I see. Yeah, as we're talking, I actually somebody just on ABC or Fox just says possible. It's actually going to be possibly looked at as a, as a terrorist attack. Um, wow! Explosions apparently and dozens of bodies. Um, wow! The sad I didn't thing realize, is, yeah, yeah it was I mean, that many. And there's, I, um, I mean, these are usually her fan base. I would think is a younger, you know, mid-teens. I would think, right? Yeah, I, I would think so. Or, or a little bit older, you know, not much older. Um, I mean, that's scary. And it, apparently it happened at the end of the concert, you know, and they did clear yeah. up that she is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just, you know, everybody was running out and their every, emergency services are on the scene, you know, and trying to assess exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. So I guess um, we'll find out soon, but yeah. I just uh, I pray for all the families and hope that their loved ones that went to see her, you know, are okay. Yeah, that's man, I'm scary. Actually, whether it's one kid or, or, or five kids, just think of it's your kid, you know. The last thing you want to think about is your kids being hit in a terrorist attack or, mm-hmm. or wherever, or a big accident like this, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my you son is at that age where he loves going to concerts and this and mm-hmm. that. And you just, you know, nothing, nothing is safe anymore these days, mm-hmm. you know. Concert, you know, you go to a concert, you know, looking to hear your favorite artist or, mm-hmm. you know, just have fun, and you just never know. So uh, throughout this broadcast, if, we, if Lily and I see updates, we'll, uh, we'll share them we'll with let you. We'll let you know. Yeah. Um, there was other sad news uh, over the weekend. Uh, Chris Cornell passed away, right? Oh, I know you know a little bit more about him than I do, so I'll let you mm-hmm. um, talk about that, and then I'll just uh, chime in what I know. So, uh, I mean, Chris Cornell, he was um, lead singer for the, the band um, uh, Soundgarden. Soundgarden, right. Um, I believe they actually formed in the 80s, but, they, I mean, they got big in the 90s. Um, Chris Cornell had a voice that um, not a lot of singers can have anymore. He, he has that one of those old classic rock and roll voices that hits those high octaves, but mm-hmm. he did it differently than anybody else. I think that you could try and compare him to. Um, he was one of a kind. Um, 
it's shocking because he just did a concert like hours before he passed. So That's what the, I read. I mean, they don't know whether apparently he had something wrapped around his neck, but he was found on the floor, so nobody knows if it was hanging or if it was an overdose. They're still waiting for uh, the toxicology results on the autopsy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, it's uh, apparently from, way, from what I read, his wife has said that he has been battling with some sort of depression. But it was mm-hmm. definitely a hanging because the way they found him, you know, and some no, of the, some of the I, medicines, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, how you have suicidal thoughts and everything. And that could have attributed to it. You know, you don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't. Um, whatever it is, even if it was uh, sadness, you see all this stuff online sometimes. Sometimes I get annoyed people asking me to, you know, share this online because I don't like to. Mm-hmm. drive people nuts with stuff they're seeing but every now and then it's nice just to reach out a hand and uh you know somebody going through a hard time just see if they're okay you know give them a call mm-hmm. give them a hug you know write them a note you know um sometimes try they to get them help yeah you know try to let get them, them help there's always an option yeah let them know what they're caring about I, I know i've lost some friends um uh from taking their own lives and it's uh you never really get over it. You, you always expect to see them again or to talk to them again or just shake them into, you know, listening to you one more time, you know, mm-hmm. let them know you're there for them. So uh, it's going to be greatly missed, Chris Cornell. Um, I know they talked about him on Bay's show last last Thursday. Um, mm-hmm. So listen to the replay of that, um, I guess, online. But um, what I know about Chris Cornell, too, is, you know, everybody knows, knows um, Pearl Jam, right? Of course. So the story goes as far as from memory, um, that, uh, of course, Pearl Jam used to be a band called Mother Love Bone, and uh, the lead singer of that band had passed away. Mm-hmm. And Chris Cornell knew Eddie Vedder, and he knew um, the band. And so somewhere along the storyline, I think he took the soundtrack of music from um, Pearl Jam's... Uh, last uh, studio recordings and sent them to uh, Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder wrote the lyrics or wrote lyrics one way or the other, matched them two together, like peanut butter and uh, chocolate, you know, like a peanut butter cup, mm-hmm. and sent it back, and they loved it. So they got together, and that's henceforward the new band had formed uh, Pro Jam, um, thanks to uh, Chris Cornell doing the intros. So um, we have him to thank for that. A lot of great soundtracks. Actually, if you go to my Facebook wall, my regular Facebook wall, I actually found a uh, a remake of him in the studio singing um, Nothing Compares to You, uh, written by Prince, made famous by Sinead O'Connor. Um, but when you hear his version, you'll hear the different, the specialty of his voice. It was something that, um, like I've watched other rock and rollers uh, do tributes to him the past week. And they've all said the same thing. We're gonna sing the song, but we can't um, we can't do it just like he does. So uh-huh. just check it out. And he's something to be appreciated, and he's surely gonna be missed in the music world. And if you didn't like the <clears throat> band, every now and then there's gonna be a tune you're gonna hear. It's just like wow, that just throws me back. So rest yeah. in peace, Chris Cornell. Thank you um, for your contribution. We mm-hmm. have two callers on the on the line. We actually, we yeah, we have two callers on the line. I don't. If you want to take one now, or you want to wait a few minutes. Um, who we got? Let's take let's take the first one. Uh, line okay. one. Yeah, we got the PA barber. Mm-hmm. Helene. Yo, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Hi, Helene. How are you? 
Hey, Lillian. What's going on, girl? <laughs> I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm eating my cheese nips. I'm listening to you guys. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> are they the spicy cheese nips or the good cheese nips? I mean, these the are the good ones. These are the cheddar ones. These are the OS ones. Cheddar. <laughs> no, o- no OS. Old school cheese nips. Mind the disco. <laughs> You know, I actually came across one of your cooking videos on Facebook um, a couple of days oh, ago. Your, your your fried bananas. Oh my God! You want to talk? Let about me just tell bang? you something. Oh, they look the delicious. <laughs> They're freaking I bananas. Fried bananas. I was watching your video, and I'm like, oh my God, I have to try this. <laughs> yeah, if you like, you like great. You like great. Let me ask you something. You call it gravy or you call it sauce? I call it sauce. I'm not Italian. Oh, you're a Metagon. Forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Fred, it's gravy, right? Yeah, yeah. Chris is Italian. What do you call it? We'll call call it, how about this? We'll come in the middle and we'll call it salvi. (laughs) So it's half salvi, half gravy. That's That's a decent compromise. I think so. I'm all about about 50-50. You know, I'm not I'm not pig headed like some of the people that come on that want to just you know rap about themselves. You know, because when that oh, happens, Chris, you start hitting one. block. When you start hit, you start hitting block and delete. You know what I'm saying? When people want to just sit there and blow themselves up and not oh, share and tag. Uh, oh, how about that? I like hitting that delete button today. Boy, that made me feel good. I actually block, like the block, block button block. myself. Yeah, really. When people start at 6:30 in the morning. Oh. Oh, I'm just rolling over. How you my doing? Win. Some people How work you never doing? win. Yo, did you see me with Kazo this week? Yeah, I sure did. It looked Cuzzo like a big party over South there Philly. at Pat's Steaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was lucky. He's I was, like, I was enjoying it, but I was lucky he didn't get shot jumping up to some of those cars, man. Like, I'm trying to open the door. When he stood on top of the, when he stood on top of the cab, I yeah. dropped my phone. He actually, he fell on me. Oh I mean, we God. did the booty butt dance. We did, you know, we, we got down mm-hmm. and did some dirty stuff, but, you know. <laughs> well, it looked like a dancing. good time anyway. It, it did look like a it good time. Fun. I was showing uh, Lily and his, his buddy, uh, Bobby D. They got us like Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Oh, That's, my God, yeah, he does. I'll tell you what. His name is um, uh, Danalia. He is really a nice guy. He's, he's, he's on point. point. He's very down he's On point. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. And his cousin Vinny that was there, he does all his, like, stu- my cousin I don't Vinny. want to say his stunts. They call him Vinny, my cousin you know? Vinny. <laughs> my like, cousin Vinny. Like, yeah, like, everybody's you? like, yeah, everybody says, yo, cuz, uh, you know, mm-hmm. from Philly, yo, cuz, what's up? Well, everybody there mm-hmm. is like, yo, Vin, what's up? So he just mm-hmm. became a cuz Vinny. But they were nice. <laughs> they were cool guys. They spent the whole night down there. I was down there for about an hour and a half. That was enough because it was really hot. Then it you must too have taken almost there. that whole hour and a half because it seemed like you just kept putting stuff on, which I enjoyed. You know, um, uh, well, I, I think I, I did catch all, all of them. I was going on and off, on and off because I was losing reception. And then, you know, my mm-hmm. phone dropped. I didn't even realize it. And it was still going on. And my cousin picked right. up the phone, you know, but uh-huh. they were kicking it back, you know. And then um, yeah. Yeah, the voice was down here this weekend. He was at TLA in Philly. He was supposed to be at the Tower Theater. Oh yeah, Fal- did you know that's about that? Uh, no, but I, I told Lillian about it. That they're buddies with that guy Sal Valentinetti. 
the singer. Val Valentinetti, who who came yeah. in third place from America's Got Talent. He did phenomenal. He drew a really big crowd, and then he went Sunday. Um, no, Saturday afternoon. I'm sorry. He went down Ninth Street. He went to Geno's, and they filmed mm-hmm. that whole thing live. I was supposed to get down it, but you know, how many places can you be at one time? I don't you know. know. I had an PA, arm PA here. Barbara I had an arm there, and then I, and then I got to go on. Yeah. <laughs> I try to keep it up and try to keep it real and do a little bit for everybody. You know, I still got to do my own cuts. You know. So back in '88, was your yeah? Topic. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Here's Cazzo right now. He's back in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to just to real. give We're it up, Philly and Jersey right now. <laughs> Chris, I just want to give an update. Yeah, uh, no, hold on one second, Helene. I see it too. Good. Yeah, TMZ saying. just reported that at least 19 people are dead and 50 injured after that explosion at the concert, uh, the Ariana Grande concert, and it's being treated. Uh, what as was terrorism. it? What did they say it was? Well, they're not. They have. They're just calling it an explosion, and they're and they're treating it as terrorism. Nineteen dead so far. Oh wow! And the fifty other injured. York, the drunk guy. It was a drunk guy that went through the uh, the crowd. Oh yeah, they said he was. Was he drunk or was he? No, was he was high. Well, no, he, he was wasn't high. drunk. He was high. He drank one of those right. monster drinks and something else. You can't mix that yeah, stuff. Smoking that, that, weed, I heard. Yeah, that that. Yeah. Lit, but the new kind, the kind that's laced all that um, the farmers. What is it? It's, it's the. Um, it's not weed. It's like a, it's like a chemical version of weed that they smoke. I okay. It's all like wet, okay. and people think that's when they tear their clothes off and say they're hot and start eating people. You wet. You know what we called stuff. wet back yeah. in the eighties? You don't want you don't want me to say it online, right? <laughs> no, it's curse word, don't say it. <laughs> oh, it goes with the song, Dust in the Wind. Ah. Ah, see I just covered my own ass. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm What were you doing? What we good old dust I What was I doing yeah, back in eighty eight? Yeah. Eighty yeah. eight. I was on Haverford Avenue. Do you remember Haverford Avenue? Of course. <laughs> Overbrook in the house. Overbrook in the house in front of Alpha Pizza. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Alpha's. Alpha's, the garlic chicken. Uh, yeah, I love Alpha Pizza. <laughs> I was really shouldn't say this. Yeah, I was my guts off. When? In 88, on a Friday night, puking my guts off because I got my license. I had just found out I got my um, barber license. I actually got my barber license in 87. It came months later, which turned into 88. So I kind of celebrated. And that's how I got my first barber shot, and then I became the PA barber. So that's yeah. how that goes. Very cool. She, uh, yeah. she cut my hair a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And when he, was a, when he was a baby still in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, it was one of the coolest haircuts I ever had. I was, I was, uh, yeah, I, was, I well, never forgot. I want to come up yeah. there and I'm going to get in touch with Heidi and we're going to do something and Lillian's going to pop up. All we right, have to get this good. together. We got to get this down because how many views did Heidi get after I started pushing it? Oh, uh, we were at thirty. God knows how many 30... people pushed it. Hold yeah, up, did did, did, did because we all have use? different pages. <laughs> <laughs> did she just you, say use? She said use. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. We, uh, yeah, we're over 35,000 views. Uh, that's Same. Hip-Hop Heidi. Um, Heidi Rothstein, if anybody knows Hip-Hop Heidi, she entered a contest for uh, Bejeweled. She, uh, the, the she went to school, she, but she's a year younger mm-hmm. than me. She went to school with mm-hmm. my sister. 
She was more friendly yeah. than me. <laughs> that was the cool so she, one. <laughs> so she called up here and said, Christy, help me do this video for this contest. We did it in an hour and uh, won the contest. I can't believe it. Um, Hip Hop Heidi That's good, though. You know what? She's good. She's yeah. good. She's, she's got it together. For being mm-hmm. a mom and, uh, you know, and, and doing what she does, she's all right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. She is. I feel so bad that I missed you guys down the street. I swear to God, I, I could kick we'll myself in the head. Yeah, there'll be I mean, another you're time. Literally down the street from me, and I was just—I didn't was realize home. you were that close. We drove by. Yeah. We drove by. I'm like seven blocks from there. We drove by. I came home. And I'm like, there's something that I had to do. And then I, <laughs> yeah. I'm laying in bed, and I see Chris come on. I'm like, oh my god! And I know you were saying get dressed, get dressed, get dressed, but. You know, Lillian, you can understand. When you're in bed and you're laying there with your kids, you forget about everything. Well, my kids are grown. Those days are over. Uh, well, so I, I, I'm, I don't lay in bed with either of them. Backwards. No, my wheels turn mm-hmm. backwards. I got a 19-year-old son and a 7-year-old girl, and it's driving me haywire. I was just going to ask how old your daughter was. I know, I know she's, she's young. Yeah. She just turned 7 a couple of weeks ago. She's very cute, yeah. Thank you. That's my very Jumanji. Remember the, remember the movie Jumanji? Now when oh, you're back yeah. to Jumanji, yeah. Robin Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. I gave her a Jumanji haircut, so she's my little Jumanji doll. <laughs> <laughs> I love your daughter. She's adorable. She is. Thanks. You Thank you very daughter. much. Yeah, that's my side mm-hmm. of the jeans, you know. That's not the Greek side, that's the Italian side. <laughs> but listen, I'm gonna let All you guys right, rock and roll and continue All on. Right, we, love the conversation. we love you, Elaine. We'll uh, talk to you soon. One more thing. June twenty fourth. Yeah. P.A. Barber is going to be in Wonton, New York with Vinny Dice. Nice. There you Shout go. Vinny Dice. There you go. Johnny O, Cynthia, Lizette Mendez, and many, many oh. more. Oh, good. Nice. Good ones. Good so artists. How you doing? Yep. I'm going to be doing the dice and rolling backwards, and I will be going live. That's awesome. I gotta, yeah, I, I'm telling you, I, gotta see, I might be related to Vinny Dice. We have, a, we have a mutual older gentleman in our Facebook pages, and I'm wondering how he knows him. He might be well, distant, distant cousins. And I might yeah. have to give him a call and then call you up and do a three-way. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound too good, but you got It right. really did it. It really did it. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, thank now. God that I'm not, I thank God that we're all not in the same room because, you know what, we would need a box to depend. <laughs> we're all married, people. We're all married. <laughs> All right, Helene. We love it's you. All good. Thank you so much for calling. Love you guys. I hope I made love you too. some part Thanks of your night calling. happy. Yep. Thanks for calling, Helene. Thanks, Helene. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Thanks. Peace out. So, uh, thanks, Helene. The PA barber. Before we take our next call, let's give another update um, on this breaking news, um, Lillian. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I'm looking at now is uh, ABC News is reporting uh, 19 dead, 50 injured after reports yes. of explosion at Ariana Grande concert at Manchester area. Um, those are kids, might I say, teenagers most likely. Um, <sighs> where this is a terrorist attack. Um, these are things that make us. If there's anger, this is where the anger comes from. These these people taking innocent lives. You want to pick a fight. You pick don't pick one down the bar at the lab mouth in the bar. Don't be picking on innocent people. This is uh, it's getting crazy. It's really it's crazy and scary. It, mm-hmm. it really is, and it breaks my heart for these parents that 
you know, are probably frantic and worried whether it's their child or not and, and just the chaos that's going on there right now. So prayers to everybody in Manchester. We'll, uh, we'll continue to keep you updated as we uh, see, see news coming in. Um, is our second caller still on the line? I'm not. Yo. I'm not sure. Yo. Vinny. What's up? Vinny? Yep. Vinny Venom. What's going on, Chris? Jen Hi, Vinny. Leone. How are you? In New York. Good. How are you? Speak Good, thank you. Records. What's going on, Lily? man? Uh, coming home. What's going on with you guys? Yeah, just doing our thing. Doing our thing. I hear you, man. It's all about, it's all about doing your thing, right? Getting it done? Yeah. Can it happen? We've, yeah. Did you, did you hear that news, though, about that concert? Uh, yeah, I heard about it, dude. It's listen. I'm in the city, so uh, I, I it's because I've been in the city, and the the guys that uh, a lot of my friends are on the job, and a lot of them were at yeah. that spot and everything. So it's a little depressing, you know. You know, yeah. when you're in the city now, when people walk in the streets, it's not like it used to be. Like everybody's looking around now, everybody's aware. You know, it's not like you know walking the street. Not not even people yeah. when texting. Usually, hold on one second, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's maybe he's getting updates about the uh, about the attack. Maybe. Um, I mean, I can tell you. Ah, uh, um, sorry, sorry, guys. That's I, okay. I you guys. So uh, no, I have a lot of like I said, a lot of my friends that are on the job and they were at the site and it was crazy. You know, now that they're saying they want to put a lot more barricades up, preventing that from happening ever again. You know what I'm saying? So that's a good idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's crazy that, you know, people don't understand, you know, how, that's why I tell them my show, and, you know, if you watch my show, Chris, I always say happiness, family, and safety is one of them you have to put in now. Mm-hmm. And you guys mm-hmm. were talking about suicide uh, last, was it last month? Yeah, last month, maybe three weeks ago, I was, I was yeah, yeah. talking about that because I was dealing with a lot of people that were committing suicide, and people don't understand mm-hmm. when it gets warmer, crazy as it sounds, you go look into it, people commit suicide even more for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's make, something we definitely have to be aware of and talk to our kids and let them know that, you know, there's a reason why they were put on this earth. There weren't no accidents or anything like that because their right. self-esteem is one of the biggest things that, you know, mess up people's heads. You know what I mean? When you've got somebody that's right. putting you down all the time, it could be a family member, it could be somebody at work, at school, it affects people in different ways and people don't get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't understand the concept of what it's all about. You know what I mean? I, I grew up inventioners you guys grew up in philadelphia i grew up with respect i grew up with treat people with respect the way you would want to be treated you know what i mean and right. you know what since i've been doing my show and it's getting more popular and more popular and the reason why is because i'm a straight person i'm a very forward person i don't say nothing that's not true who you mm-hmm. see when you meet me in person is the same person you meet me when i'm doing my show or in general because mm-hmm. you know that's how i believe in being i believe you be loyal to people that are loyal to you and that's how it was. And these are values that I that I grew up at an early age where nowadays those values are in the toilet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's, it's you know, it's a lot of, yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of kids are just giving up on life because they don't know, you know, they feel like them, they were an accident, they were put on this earth for a mistake or they believe, you know, their parents say cool things to them. We're not knowing that they're hurting them and pushing them further and further to, take the the short road they call it they call it the short road but it's not the short road mm-hmm. matter of fact i actually uh somebody hit me up on facebook a fan and stuff besides the person that i knew 
and asked me to help them with the GoFundMe page, and I raised, uh, you know, you see the graphics that I do and everything. I think uh, Chris, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I raised, uh, there was two GoFundMe pages, and I didn't even know that. They told me that. The one that I got involved in and put the covers together and the graphics and stuff, that reached them to the 15K to, uh, for the funeral arrangement and also had money for their kids' future and also. So that made me feel good knowing that I did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a part of uh, yeah. Tiffany Gokey's, uh, you know, family. Awareness and, and prevention. And yeah, awareness of prevention. Yeah. And, you know, always people don't know that sometimes words are worse than actually physical because it's mm-hmm. constantly programmed in their brain. And, and that's what messes kids up. And that's what gives them these, these, these crazy things. There's a show on, matter of fact, on, on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. I can't mention it because if I mention it, there'll be an infringement or whatever. But it's about that. And it's funny because. Someone hit me up and said, are you involved in that show? I said, no, why? He goes, it's kind of weird that you're talking about this, and this show is, like, getting big on Netflix and stuff. I said, I don't know. This is things that happen in life, you know. This is yeah. what basically happens in families' lives, and it tears people apart. I had a friend of mine that committed to get, two of my friends, three of my friends did it. Uh, another girl right now just died from an overdose. She didn't, it was a suicide, but you could consider it suicide because drugs could be also take you to that mm-hmm. level. Um but I had three of my friends that actually committed suicide. One didn't make it, and he actually we pulled him off the rope and we saved him. And uh, he went to a loony bin because of that. Because you know when you're when you have suicide tendencies, they think you're going to do it again, and that's when you have to be aware of. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. it's, it's it's a messed up. It's a slippery slippery slope. You know what I mean? So you have to be aware mm-hmm. of what you tell your kids and let them know there's a reason why they were put on this earth and there's no, you know, that's the reason why, you know, some people say, oh, it was a mistake. You're not a mistake. You're a gift. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but people don't get it. They don't get, they don't get the concept of life and what it's all about. You know what I mean? They really don't. So you were touching, tell- you were talking about, go ahead. Uh, no, people check out Benny Venom and Vincenzo Leone for his, for his, his uh, Benny, Benny Venom life show. But um, yeah. I was curious too. what, we have two questions for you. One is, what were you doing in 1988, if you can share that? And then two, right. um, tell us a little bit more about Beat Cutters, but the music. And you have a new track out, right? Can yeah, I have, some of that track, I have a new track out with uh, me and Brain Basement. Um, it's called Don't Forget to Sleep. It's uh, Beat Cutters, and I'm on Cutting Tronics. That's Cutting Records. If you're like one of the freestyle people, like Coro, uh, Sapphire, I'm signed to that label as an artist and a producer and an A&R for my department. The new song that we have is uh, Don't Forget to Sleep, uh, Beat Carters and Brain Basement. Uh, mm-hmm. It was released on April 29th on Beatport. Now you get it everywhere on iTunes, uh, Spotify. There's links on my page. You can download it, and you'll see the graphics that I did for it and everything else on top of it. You know what I mean? Yes. So you could check it out. That's And everybody's going crazy over the song. Plus, I'm also... Where- we're, so she's associated with uh, cross, Crossover Entertainment is with me now. They're helping me with, you know, promoting me and everything and stuff like that. So because of the show and everything else and the popularity that I've been getting more and more, you know. Where can people find your music? Tell them so they can check it out. Uh, you can get it on iTunes. Um, you can get it on Spotify. You can get it on Beatport. Uh, you can get it on every any any music platform that you get it at. But you can get it. Usually everybody's getting it on uh, on iTunes. It's the easiest way to get it. You know what I mean? Okay, so cool. That's that's the easiest way. That's the easiest way you could you could get you could get it at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, that's the what, easiest um, way. You... What were you doing in 1988? Our big question tonight. Um, 1988. I don't even remember that much. What I was doing. Um. Well, how old were uh, you in 1988? Well, 
I'm yeah, 40, so I'm 44, name, 40, right? 46, yeah. Oh, I was okay. at uh, Limelight. What's that? Tell us. It's in the city. It's uh, Peter Gage's, uh club. Okay. Were you DJing there? Or? No, at that time I wasn't. I was actually going there. Later on, then I started doing that in, 90, uh, in 95, 96. I started DJing there. So it was more like... I was going there and promoting the club, and then I ended up actually DJing there, and I actually DJed in other clubs, too, that he owned that mm-hmm. club. So I was basically doing what I was doing now. Just <laughs> I was younger and doing it more, you know what I mean? But right. I, wasn't, I wasn't doing the producing aspect of it. I was doing mostly uh, going to the clubs, you know, hanging out, you know, and stuff like that pretty much. Mm-hmm. Or I would be in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, you know. That would probably be uh, the other thing that I would be doing. You know, mm-hmm. nothing more, nothing less, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. what, what were you doing, Liliana? Liliana. Lillian. Lillian. I know, I told you Liliana. Lillian. Sorry, Lillian. I remind you. Uh, Liliana is a girl that I know. That's why I said that. She's a cousin. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, well, I turned we... eight, I, 18. I was 18 okay. at that point. Okay. Um, and so uh, graduated high school. So, you're the, same, you're, the same, you're the same age as Chris then, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're both yeah, the Chris, same age Yeah, Chris, you were 18, right? Yeah, Lillian and I were probably in our third or fourth year of television back then on a no, Dance on Air and Dance no, we, USA, right? Yeah. At that point, I was done. Yeah. I was done at 18. Oh, you left at 18, didn't you? I left at 17, I think. No, you didn't. You left yeah. in, 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 in you Oh, no, wait a minute. What yeah. am I saying? 88. Yeah, you wow. left in 88. Yeah. yeah. So, now, 88, beginning of 89, I honestly, it, something like that. Yeah. Right. Well, I didn't get into DJing. I started rapping. I don't know, Chris, if you heard me rapping on my on my, uh, no. my live show. Yeah, I rap. I thought I was a rapper. That's how I started okay. out. It's funny because my CEO for my if you check out my, <laughs> I got back into it now. Everybody's hooked me up, hooked on it, me rapping and stuff. Uh, and when I was when I met my CEO from Cutting, he didn't know me as a producer. He knew me as this Italian rapper from Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. I would go out to Washington Heights. And I did a song called Keep On Moving, and that's how I started. And then from there, I, then I got into the actual DJing of it. Then later on, mm-hmm. from the actual DJing and actual being a rapper, and then I started going to studios at, in the city where <laughs> I met a lot of big people in there, uh, people like Biggie Smalls, uh, Tupac, um, a lot of other people too, and, uh, David Morales, all these other people that was, on, yeah. that was at these studios and everything like that. And that's when I started getting the, the producing bug from it. And that's when I started producing. So that's why those are my mentors. Those are the people that I look up to. And, you know, those are the people like Jelly Bean and all those stuff, you know. So yeah. it's just amazing when you have somebody like Jelly Bean saying, wow, keep doing what you're doing, man. I love your music. You know what I'm saying? So that's a great feeling. You know, all that. I saw, um, I saw the Dude and Tupac movie I saw advertised last night. Uh, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. I was at, matter of yeah. fact, I was, uh, it was a long time ago, but I was upstairs when that whole thing, uh, a bird up there, it was crazy. That's, that's how far back I go, you know, when the whole thing, because I used to do sessions late at night, and because uh, we used to be late at night, because in the daytime, it would be crazy out there, late at night, it would be more quiet, it'd be more laid back, so a lot of these mm-hmm. artists would come out late at night, because they didn't want, you know, they didn't want, first of all, they didn't want nobody to bother them, because they just came in there to do their thing and just leave, you know, Yeah. and, uh, but that's how I started, I started out, I started out as a rapper, you know, and I went, I went, I won, I won, I won as another name, not this name, that somebody else has his name now, but I can't even mention that. But he has it now, so I can't even mention it. So the Vinnie Venom came out like in 90, 98, 
98 it came out maybe 90, 90 wow. yeah 97 98 that's when my friend called me that because I mm-hmm. used to deal with his his father used to deal with exotic animals and me and him used to deal with the reptiles and I was doing the DJ and then my friend said I have a great name for you call you Vinnie Venom because I helped like seven of the most poisonous snakes in the world I mean I helped snakes if but you, you got bit here you would actually probably die because there's no antidote here. There's not even antidote in Florida. They would have to get it shipped out. And some of it, you just, there's uh, five neurotoxins. And I don't know if you know what neurotoxins are. They're like five poisons at one time. So one of them could cut your breathing off. One of them could actually turn in bleed, internal bleeding. Another one could actually start making you uh, tissue falling apart. So there's a lot of stuff. So that's how I came up with that name. Mm-hmm, Everybody's cool. trying to say, your name is Vinny Venom. There has to be something with snakes. Yes, there is, definitely. That's how I came. But I started as a rapper. That's how I, I started. And it was funny because the way I got hooked up with, with uh, the rapping was I was messing around with these girls. They were a bunch of sisters and friends, and they were messing around with my ex-partner. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we have to introduce you to Vinny. And that's how I hooked up with him. And then how – and he is the actual person that started. The, he was the first artist on Cutting Records. One of the songs was called It's Time. That was in a big movie right now about uh, a lot of hip hoppers in in, uh, in L.A. And matter of fact, in the video, you see one of the big hip hopper guys that has a headphone company was actually cutting up the record in the in the movie. So that's how far back I go. Cool. I want to give you a music. shout out because we, we're, we have to cut the break in a few minutes in a minute. But I uh, definitely check Not- out Vinny Venom. Find find him on Beat Cutter Records. Um, you can find him on Vinny Venom um, Live Show, right? Uh, yeah, Vinny Venom uh, Live Show. I do three shows. Uh, I do a morning one, an afternoon one, uh, and a night one. Uh, depends what's going on in people's lives. You never know. Sometimes you can't do a night one. You can't do a morning one. So I try to do as many as I can. Uh, mm-hmm. It's probably going to get a little bit. I'm going to probably be doing my shows re-recorded because I've been getting a lot of people hitting me up because the popularity has been getting bigger and bigger. So uh, probably going to do stuff on, you know, that other channel and probably still do the Facebook thing where I'm going to be doing commercial. I'm going to be doing like uh, interviews and uh, not only just music people, but everybody in general, doctors, you know, everybody, every profession. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Check out Vinny Venom, everyone. Good friend. Brother, keep spreading a good word. All right. Yes. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for calling in. All right, everyone, we're going to go to break. I'll be back in three minutes. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. 
gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza, $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscause.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com and be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. I think we're back. I think we're back. Um, you listen to uh, Chris Kelly and Lillian live on Totally Driven Radio. You want to call in tonight? Um, the link is on my Facebook page. It's on Lillian's Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And the number, Lillian? Is 718-508-9883. I want to thank uh, Helene P.A. DeBarber called in and uh, Vinny Venom, Vinny Venom. Called in. Mm-hmm. Who's next? Tell us what you were doing in 1988. Um, we want to share an update uh, again on the, uh, the melee going on in uh, Manchester, England right now. I'm looking at mm-hmm. videos as we're speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, there's breaking news. Um, 19 dead, 50 injured after reports of an explosion at an Ariana Grande concert. Um, here's the headlines. Um, in a statement, uh, police uh, were called to the arena just before 10.35. Authorities are telling people to avoid the area. At the moment, the incident is being treated as a terrorist incident until people um, and police know more. Yes. Um, so further details are not immediately available, but um, breaking news as we're, as we're going through the show, and we definitely don't want to uh, uh, overlook this. These updates are important. Um, these are people's children there. Um, these are teens go to Ari- Ariana Grande concerts mostly. So um, I just can't think of sending my kid a concert and they're not knowing they're not coming back or something fun. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of parents are probably sitting outside in their cars. I did read that one dad was in the car, heard the explosion, didn't know what it was. Um, just makes you angry. Um, sad and angry. 
Um, I can tell you firsthand because I had a family member I lost in in the 9/11 attacks. So uh, I have no sympathy for uh, terrorists. If this is a terrorist attack, um, you guys, you're going to be judged. And it may not be here. It's going to be somewhere else. You're going to be judged. And uh, I have so many, so many angry things I want to say, but I won't say it. But uh, you got to be above them. But there's people's children in there. That's the thing that bothers me. Uh, we'll keep you updated as we go go forward. Any other thoughts, Lo? Uh, no, I'm just very saddened by this. You know, um, again, like you said it well, it's children. And, I, it, you know, terrorism shouldn't, you know, exist any regardless. But um, to target a place where young children gather to have fun and enjoy themselves, um, it's just, it's unreal. Yeah. You know, no conscience and definitely in, inhumane to even do something like that. Yeah. It's incomprehensible, you know. Mhm. I just don't so, think I just, uh, We'll keep you updated uh, for the next hour and ten minutes that we're on the air as we hear, as we see new updates. Uh, mm-hmm. Some prayers uh, for people's family. Yes. Um. Here in the news, um, talk about the '80s. There's two big news eight, regarding the '80s. Uh, um, oh yeah. Memories. <laughs> I, oh I yeah. What's that? I know you and I prepped before we came on here, but there's another one I didn't mention to you. What's that? Um, there was a big TV show that started in the 80s that went through 1988 to 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, it made Roseanne Barr a household name. Mm-hmm. Um, Roseanne is having a reboot. I think I read that somewhere. The last yeah. couple of days, right? That just mm-hmm. came about? Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, I was never, I never really watched it too much. I did. I, I watched it. it. Mm-hmm. Not um, not faithfully, you know, but I did watch it. Yeah, I mean, all the clips I saw looked funny. Just for some reason on our schedule, we just never watched it um, mm-hmm. in my house. But I guess at the end, what I was reading is uh, the last episode, um, they had the father, John Goodman. Um, and, of mm-hmm. course, this, this, this reboot has all the original actors for what I'm hearing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but John Goodman, I guess, apparently had died on the last episode. They they said he died. Oh, the heart, heart attack. attack. Right, right, right. I think now that you brought that up, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the reboot, they're going to pretend like that episode never happened. Oh, okay. So, so that he could be in it. it was mm-hmm. a mistake. They're just not going to bring it up and uh, right, just right. bring him back, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, because, you know, he was such a big part of that show. Yeah, John Goodman. He's, 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 <laughs> no matter what he's in, he's uh, he's. Uh, I like him, what, yeah. Yeah, he just brings the house with him, you know. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's just one person. I'm not saying size-wise. He just. He brings it all with him. He, he have a good, you have a feeling that when he's, you know, on an episode of something that um, it's, it's more full. You know, what well, I'm speaking of his was. size, he apparently had lost a lot of weight in the last yeah, few years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, he will be looking a lot thinner in this show. Looking so forward to checking it out. I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure when it starts, but I know it's not too far off in the future because there's right. a lot of promos for it. Right. Well, we look forward to that. Um, There's a lot of good shows in 1988 that I watched. Um, yeah. Another one was The Wonder Years. Did you watch The Wonder Years? Oh, yeah, of course. Winnie Cooper. <laughs> Winnie Cooper, um, right. <laughs> so, I, mean, I mean, I guess every girl has their, you know, their moment to fall in love. But when you think of, I guess, Kevin was his name, right? Kevin, um, right. Kevin left on with Winnie Cooper at such a young age. And just mm-hmm. being that young and going to school. <laughs> his and little crush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Uh, the fears you'd have of talking to her or bumping into her in the street or, you know, being mis- misunderstood. 
um, when you said something to her is uh, something I guess I guess a lot of us can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, a great show, really great show. It really was. It really was. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watched uh, during that time. There was, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think what else. Did you watch? Um, uh, did you watch videos back then? Music? Movies or or uh, no, no, music, music videos. videos. Yeah. Of course. I mean, when MTV actually played videos, you mean uh, sure. I mean, so I, there was the music. You know, music's my thing. I mean, I I live for music. Love it. So were you, you watching know? the Billboard Awards last night? So I was going to ask I you. did watch. I did. I actually, you know me, I'm not a big TV watcher. And mm-hmm. I don't usually have it on um, unless my kids are watching something or my son's playing mm-hmm. Xbox, the TV's on. Otherwise, I don't watch it. But yeah. I did want to watch the Billboards for a couple of reasons yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Celine Dion performed, and I love Celine. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and there was a couple other people. Miley Cyrus performed. And we mm-hmm. all know Cher performed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll have to go through that, and you'll have to give me your thoughts about some of the performances. I assume you did watch it, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. What, mm-hmm. were, your, what were your thoughts on Cher? <laughs> what uh, were my thoughts on Cher? Okay, they gave so. Her the, first, first of all, let's acknowledge she got an iconic award at the end of the night, she which did. is well deserved. Um, I've always liked Cher. I'm a mm-hmm. fan, not a huge fan, mm-hmm. uh, but I do like Cher, and I. Okay, so <laughs> I know I'll probably get some slack for what I'm about to say, but mm-hmm. I really, I mean, it's amazing at 71, as she said, that she just turned, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she also has had tons and tons of work done. Mm-hmm. She looks fabulous, um, you know, but listen, the way she dressed for a 71-year-old woman, yeah. to me, I don't know, maybe from a guy's perspective, is different. Mm-hmm. Um, I it almost kind of reminded me of Madonna at this age that she, how she's dressing and performing still. Yeah. I think at some point you need to dress your age. I mean, you could still be sexy and rock it when you're older, but there's mm-hmm. a fine line between class and starting to look pathetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so that is my opinion. Some may not agree, but that is my opinion. <laughs> and what is your opinion? Uh, I I think she looked great. Um, Absolutely. I do, I do think probably it's probably the last time. Um, I mean, I, 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 it's it's a it's a it's a delicate place for a man to comment on it. But I mm-hmm. mean, she, she and I'm, let me and let me say I've had a crush on Cher since the time I was born. I remember watching the of course the Sunny and Cher shows um, mm-hmm. and all that. So I'm a huge fan. She's a beautiful um, woman. Absolutely, no doubt about it. But I again. I think oh, if there was the last time to wear this, she wore. So she, last night, if you're listening, if anybody didn't see it, she she wore the same outfit she wore. And yeah, uh, if I could turn back time, wasn't it? Yeah, and, right. which she looked fabulous in. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but she came out wearing the same thing in retro. She did a great job. Um, yes, she did. But maybe maybe the last time that she should that you know, I don't know. I don't want to say anything rude or demeaning. She did a great job. Is what I'll say. Um, she did. <laughs> But uh, yeah, hats off to Cher. Let's leave it at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what, for seventy one years old, she she wasn't lip syncing. Um, I I kind of thought she was at some point. I, I think when the, the first song came on, they did. But there were mm-hmm. certain parts of it where she came in and cracked in. And, and I think the first song, there may have been a little bit of a weak voice, but the second song song was um, much better. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I agree. Um, but at 71, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I could be doing that at 71. Who knows, if, you know, if I'll be here mm-hmm. at 71. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I uh, really enjoyed Miley Cyrus, and only because of how she's turned, uh, you know, cleaned herself up. Yeah. You know, because she is very talented. Oh, my God. Um, I love her voice, and mm-hmm. I like a lot of her music. And the fact that, you know, she's cleaned her life up for whether it's for the man that, you know, she loved and lost and then found again and that helped her um, or whatever her reason is, I like it. I like the old Miley and I'm glad she's back. Yeah. Um, More classy, uh, you know, you know, but as talented, uh, you know, and Mm -hmm. I like that. I'm uh, I I don't admit it. I'm a huge song on the climb. (laughs) Fan. Yeah, it's a great, a great song. I mean, she has a lot of good songs. Yeah, um, I think when she she broke into womanhood, she she tried to push a little too much with the mm-hmm. you know the work and then all she that. She definitely you know, pushed the envelope. Mm-hmm. But she didn't need to. That's the whole sad part of it. And I think right. she's come full circle. So um, yeah, and I love it that she's back to herself. Yeah. And a new song, it sounded great. Um, it did. Miley. It did. And I read that the song is about her man, Liam Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here's a here's a strange fact for you. So I was looking at so tonight's episode is about the year 1988, <laughs> right. and there were two hosts uh, on that Billboard Awards last night. Do you remember who mm-hmm. they were? It was Vanessa Hudgens and Ludacris. So do you know who was born in 1988? <laughs> was it Vanessa? Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> right. You know, I have to admit, when my my daughter was growing up, um, High School Musical was popular. You know, with her and Zac Efron, and I love yeah. I love the High School Musical <laughs> movies because I watched them. You know, uh-huh. time and and she's also talented, but I did not realize she was born in 1988. So very cool mm-hmm. fact. Um, who else did I come across? Haley Joel Osment was born in 1988. Uh huh. Um and who else would you guys know? Brooke Hogan, Hulk Hogan's daughter. Okay. If you ever watched the Hulk Hogan show? Um, mm-hmm. She was also born in 1988. Okay. So uh, we, I can't believe that. Like, we're not old. And, okay, I, the way I, I, that's all I'm going to say is we are not old. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> we're not old, but we are older. How's that sound? I mean, at 18, I left home. You know, I was still a senior. I know you finished a year ahead of me, but I was... Uh, uh, I have to admit, at 18, I left home, too, you know, yeah. kind of in, in this weird about round way, but, um, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, and to think that people were being born, I did How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> Hosting the Billboard Awards show, nonetheless. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Not right. Not right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what were some of your highlights from the show? Did you watch, did you see Celine perform? My heart will go on. So Celine Dion redid My Heart Will Go On because it's um, a twenty is a twenty year anniversary of Titanic. I think yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe that. And I was saying to my wife because uh, I've known her twenty years, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm and, uh, I couldn't believe that. And and that's one of her favorite movies was. Uh, and that is a movie that I can watch over and over and enjoy it like I yeah. did the first time I seen it. Promise me, Rose. Promise me. <laughs> Never let go. <laughs> never let go. <laughs> Jack, promise um, me you'll never let go. <laughs> and uh, she did a great and, – and for her, I think even to sing that song, I mean, she lost her husband recently and her brother. And her brother the next day. So oh she my had God. a lot of heart, heart lo- yeah, you know, heartbreak. Uh-huh. And uh, she, uh, she suffered a lot of loss, like, within the last year. And she has those two twin boys, you know, now. Yeah. So. She did an excellent job, though, I'll tell you that. 
she's she's one of my favorite vocalists, mm-hmm. honestly. Not everybody likes her, but apparently enough do that, you know, she sells out shows all the time. Um, so, <clears throat> no, it's it, it, fantastic. I'm definitely a fan. Um, somebody else from the 80s who was in the news um, mm-hmm. last night was J-Lo. Oh, what'd she do now? <laughs> so she has a new show called, it's on end of the second season was last. It's called um, Shades of Blue with Ray Liotta. Um, and our buddy Bay from here mm-hmm. at Totally Driven, mm-hmm. um, he actually tweeted. Uh, oh, you told me about this. Uh, I think it's Seacrest amazing. I loved his comment regarding the series finale, <laughs> this, the season finale. <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, what did Bay say again in his Bay comment? Said, um, to Ryan Seacrest, he said, um, and Ryan, Ryan Seacrest is, is the executive producer, I guess, on the show, or one of the producers. Um, he Ryan said, Seacrest does everything. Oh, my gosh. There's yeah. <laughs> nothing that man so, doesn't do. He said, um, he said, based on the Ryan Seacrest, he said, uh, the show should be renamed Pound Sign, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. And Ryan Seacrest put LOL and retweeted it. I couldn't believe it. Faye, how many, how many likes or views did it get before the, or shares. the latest toll? Yeah, shares. Yeah, he said they should change the name from Shades of Blue to Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Great. And, Bay, by the way, you should just say, you know, uh, if you're ever sick on your day job, I know, I know a guy. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> just saying. Just you just got to say it, huh? Just saying. <laughs> Come on, Bay. What's the count? Well, Bay's yeah, looking. he's he's getting that information for us. Bay is I'd researching be, that information as we speak. Like he hasn't been checking out all day. Come on. A hundred and three <laughs> likes on um. Nice. And was that on and Bay? Was that on Twitter or Instagram? The, the original post. Eleven, 11 retweets, retweets so was on, a, on Facebook. Oh, it was on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Mm. You wrote him on Facebook and he reposted it. Wow. I thought you tweeted it. Did he actually? No. Okay, he so I thought. So how did he see Bay's post? Is what I'm wondering. So I think Bay tagged him in it. Let's see. No, it didn't send it to him. He I hashtag. Well, he oh, okay. hashtag. Well, there you go. Okay, wow. there you go. Shades I don't know of if blue. That actually worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you watch that show, Chris? Yeah, I do. It's a great show. Uh, I yeah. mean, Ray Liotta, of course I'm a fan, you know, from uh, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Karen! Karen! Um, yeah, I like him. And, you know, I'm a big fan of J-Lo, so. I, I recommend it. So that if you didn't mm-hmm. see it, um, get caught up because the second season just ended. And, unfortunately, they, they have fans waiting until next year to see the, uh, the third Apparently season. a lot of bodies were hitting the floor, according to Bay. They, they were. <laughs> Uh, and there's Bay saying it's the best one on TV. I watch it, Bay. Oh, wow. I, I have to take um, anxiety medicine some nights because I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> Jeez, Chris. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a great show. And and, and uh, Drea DiMatteo from Sopranos is in it. I'm a big fan of hers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> who else? There's a, a lot of good actors on that show. So check it out, Shades mm-hmm. of Blue. Get caught up in the last two seasons, and you can join us and wait until next year until the new one comes. That's, yeah, that drives me nuts now. So let me, let me just rant for a second. Um, What's driving you nuts? 
Growing up, I mean, it's just, if a season was over on a TV show, you had to wait maybe two, three months before you know before the new series came on. And who shot date Jr. I don't think it was a whole year we had to wait. Uh, yeah, well, um, like HBO shows, you have to wait a whole year. Oh my gosh, that drives me uh, nuts. And that's what this is. So this is what we're in. Um, we're not, we're not even in June yet. Seven months until January, mm-hmm. and um, we have to wait. And who knows if it's going to come back in January. It may come like next March for all I know. Um, by that time, I'm sorry to say it, I, I look for new things to watch. And I forget. Yeah, but Chris, they got to film. They got to tape. You know how that goes. No, but it's just annoying to get to watch Rico. It's hot on my mind now. I want to know. I'm just one of those people. I want to know, damn it. Let okay, know. Chris Chris wants to know, everyone. <laughs> please, please let him know. <laughs> uh, we don't want him to have anxiety. <laughs> I know in a few minutes we're going to have a George Rother, movie guy, 24-7, join okay. us. I don't think he's on the line yet. But while mm-hmm. we're waiting, is there an update on the uh, area? I haven't, I haven't seen anything, but I will um, – oh, they just said he is on the line. Uh, let me okay. quick see if there is any update on that. Um, doesn't seem like there's anything new. Okay. Yeah, I know if you watch ABC World News uh, online, guys, you'll see some video that's coming out. Uh, but yeah, there's is... people are posting videos from that were inside the concert. Mm-hmm. You know, just people running and trying to get out of there. So, but nothing. Dead. Yeah, nothing new on yeah. that as far as death. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep them in your prayers, folks. So. Um, We'd like to introduce at this moment a good friend of ours, good friend of the show, a good big part of the show, George Rother, a.k.a. Movie Guy 24-7. George, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes. How are you, my friend? Hi, George. I'm all right. How are are you you guys doing? Doing okay. That's good. That's good. What's, what's What's new in the movie world? What's new in your world? What's new in my world? Well, not too much. Uh, It's been an interesting couple of weeks at the movies. Um, Yes, the summer movie season has started. Mm -hmm. Um, As of right now, there are two films I can recommend. Um, Not very strong recommendations, but nonetheless recommendations. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I like that. And what was on? Oh, um... Oh, wow, I'm just blanking. What did I see this weekend? Oh, um, Alien Covenant. That's the other one. How is it? It's good. Uh, yeah? Uh, it's solid entertainment, man. You know, it's kind of like the uh, they combine the suspense of the first movie with the action of the aliens, and they get mm-hmm. this really good, entertaining summer movie. Mm-hmm. So how many stars Unfortunately, it? it drags a little bit in the middle. Mm-hmm. But then it just picks right up in the third act, so it's worth checking out. How many stars would you give it, George? Three out of four. Three out of four. Okay. A solid three-star movie. Mhm. Um. Then there's the down. You know. Then there's like the worst movie of the summer so far, which I predicted. Um, King Arthur. It's a stink bomb. Wow. You you predicted that. You thought it was going to be that way, right? From the first moment I saw that trailer, I well, I wasn't actually with anybody, but had I been mm-hmm. with anybody, I would have turned to them and said, 
this is going to suck, and it's going to bomb. And I was right on both accounts. It sucks, and uh, it's not going to make back its money. Wow. So, it's, yeah, uh, I like yeah, that stuff, too, and I, it wasn't catching me. And I'll see it just to see it, but um, I love swords and Excalibur and all that stuff, but it's just something that wasn't pulling me in for this one. Mm-hmm. You know what? Do yourself a favor. Save the money and watch Excalibur again. Yeah, there we go. It's a great movie. I mean, seriously, Excalibur is the defining King Arthur movie. Um, This new one, I don't know what story it was telling. Um, Yes, they have references to uh, Merlin and the Lady of the Lake and Excalibur and Camelot, but what story are they telling? It's like a combination Mm of Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Matrix, Moses whole mm-hmm. bunch of other crap, and it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what they were doing with it, so uh, yeah. <laughs> most sad. of the time I'm just sitting there shaking my head. It's mm-hmm. like, yikes. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking about something truly heinous here. Um, um, let me ask you this, George. With the summer, more summer movies coming out in the next month or so, is there something that you're really looking forward to seeing that's coming out? Good question. Well, this coming week, um, they're releasing um, what are those movies? Pirates of the Caribbean Five. Um, it looks okay. And uh, are you a fan of the oh, other one? Oh, yeah, another one I'm dreading. Boob watch. Oh, I'm sorry, Bay uh, watch. That's what, it's, that's what it's actually called. Nice, 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 nice. You know what? I never watched the TV show when it was on the TV. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't lower myself to watching that. Now I'm seeing tr- previews for the movie, and it's like I have actually, to review this. I realized they were putting out a movie mm-hmm. for that. Dwayne Johnson, Zac Efron, and Alexandra Daddario play the heroes. And the villain mm-hmm. is played by the actress who plays in Quantico, um, Priyanka Chopra, I believe her name is. Okay. It doesn't have a terrible cast, but mm-hmm. it's Baywatch. Mm-hmm. And it's like not ever having seen an episode of the show, it sounded stupid. Lifeguard solving crimes? What? <laughs> so, I mean – all right, for all I know, I could be surprised and the movie might turn out to be good, but mm-hmm. I'm not holding my breath. So I'm mm-hmm. looking at Box Office Mojo to see if anything is coming out that I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to go through month by month, let you know when I come to something. All of June, not much. Ah, July no. 7th, the new Spider-Man comes out, Spider-Man oh. Homecoming. Um, okay. July the 14th, War for the Planet of the Apes. Possibly. Oh, here we go. July 21st looks like a good weekend. We've got the World War II picture, Dunkirk, coming out. That's a fascinating story if you've never heard it. And there's a sci-fi movie from Luc Besson, um, the man who did Leon the Professional and the Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. It, it's called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I saw the commercial last night for that. It looked really intense. It looks really cool. I, mm-hmm. I believe he's trying to recapture the spirit of the fifth element with the really cool elements and uh, visuals yeah. and all. 
kind mm-hmm. of psyched for that. Uh, the week after that, Charlize Theron stars in the action picture Atomic Blonde. And mm-hmm. it looks like a good guilty pleasure movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also – that looks like the big choice that weekend because that weekend your other choices are the Emoji movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And <laughs> I mean, come on. What are they are, – are they really that shameless? Please. Okay, and, they have oh. an emoji app now that they will take your picture and put the emojis on your face, like with the hearts, the two hearts over your eyes, <laughs> or or the laughing emoji with the tears under the eyes laughing. Oh you could actually impose that on your face. Movie guy I just don't came text. across that. Movie guy don't text and movie guy don't do emojis. <laughs> I, I love emojis. <laughs> All right, I've used a few of them, but I'm not putting emojis on my face. Why deprive the girls? Me pleasure either. Of me either. This, but I know? came across it. It came up. It just popped into my head. Now that same weekend, something comes out. Oh, Al Gore has made a sequel to his um, documentary, an inconvenient sequel. I didn't oh, see an inconvenient I like the truth. Yeah. Well, I didn't see the in. I did not see the inconvenient truth. Probably mm-hmm. not going to ever watch it. So hence, I'll probably skip the sequel. Okay. Okay. Okay, hitting August. Ah, yes, the a- the long-awaited adaptation of Stephen King's *The Dark Tower* finally comes out. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you a Stephen King fan? I used to read all his books, but mm-hmm. I haven't really read one of them since the '90s. Um, I don't know. I heard rumors that he was no longer writing his own books; that he was writing mm-hmm. outlines and getting someone else to fill them in. And okay. the last couple, it looked like he was really just phoning them in. So. Mm-hmm. I kind of stopped, but the Dark Tower books, I read like four of those. They're really good. Mm-hmm. So I'll look forward to that. Um, and we're getting into the end of August here, and uh, well, pretty much the, there's not that many that I'm really psyched for. I just basically gave you the ones that have any real interest to me. Others, they're varying degrees of looks good to looks awful. So... We'll have to see. I'll, you know, I'll be talking to you guys every week, so I'll let you know from week to week what's any good. But I've given you a few uh, strong picks for uh, some decent movies this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see the plan, new Planet of the Apes movies. I'm a fan of the old ones, and I, and I kind of like the new ones now, just the way the graphic way they do it. Um, they're not, nothing touches the old ones, but these are still kind of cool to me. <laughs> well, the old ones are campy but fun. All right, yeah, the four it. sequels were campy. The first one was kind mm-hmm. of uh, a serious type of, kind of movie, mm-hmm. and it was actually quite brilliant for what the you know, quite brilliant. Yeah. Four sequels, eh, campy, fun, nothing more. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the worst Planet of the Apes movie was the one with Mark Wahlberg. Remember that one? Yeah, I kind of liked it in its own way, but yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> that movie made no sense. <laughs> I mean, Jeez, I remember. Uh, all right, I saw it at the movies, uh-huh. and I remember spending the next day trying to f- make sense of that ending, trying to mm-hmm. rationalize how that was possible. Now, since it's been so long since I watched it, I can't remember much, except that I spent a, too long a time thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So, there you have that. Tim Burton just should have never touched it. But these new Planet of the Apes movies are actually pretty good. They're uh, yeah, I, I think they're kind of cool, kind of edgy, intelligently mm-hmm. written, and they're fun. And mm-hmm. this new one has Woody Harrelson in it, and 
he's a, he's surprisingly a good action kind of star. So yeah, I think it could be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that. I am I am kind of too. Yes. Um, but obviously the next big one, you know, we're all looking forward to is Wonder Woman. Um, yes. In order to prepare for it, I actually did a search on YouTube last night, and I found the theme song from the 70s TV show. I was just going to look for that. Oh. Wonder it's Wonder there. Woman. Wonder right. Woman. <laughs> oh, I got to find Let me find this real quick because it is classic. <laughs> <laughs> now, funny Literally, story kind of related to that. Wonder Woman My sister did. <laughs> I don't think I danced to it, but I definitely watched it. My Loved sister it. put aluminum foil around her wrist and, and danced like, uh, hold on. And she would dance like Wonder Woman. Hold on one second. Can you hear this? How come I don't remember this? Can you hear in the background? Mm-hmm. When's that coming out? June 2nd. When? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. I had the news. It was overshadowing what you said. Right. It comes out on June 2nd. Oh, uh, June 2nd. Oh, it's around the corner. Okay. So, you know, it's the first time Wonder, the character ever got the cinematic treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she had the TV show, but for years and years they've been trying to get her on the big screen. Um, at one point, like 10, 15 years ago, Sarah Michelle Gellar was supposed to play her, but that mm-hmm. project fell through. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This actress they have playing her now... Gal Gadot, I think she's perfect. Yeah, yeah, I love Wish. her. I mean, when, when I watched the Batman vs Superman, they kind of introduced her, and uh, I think she—I'm excited to see it. She looks. I was really just cool. wondering what else was she in? Because um, I don't. A couple her. of the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was. In, I think it was like what was she in five and six? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, five and uh, hun, the Wonder Woman chick. She was in five and six, right? Was she in any others? Just those two, you think? Fast and Furious, the Wonder Woman chick. Gal Gadot, her character. You remember? She was in two of them. After that, she died. Yeah, my wife confirms that she was in two of them. Uh, my wife okay. and I are both fans of the Fast and Furious franchise. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, we've got that coming out, so... After I've seen that, I'll let you know what I think. I'm hoping for good things. Mm-hmm. So I understand that tonight you guys wanted to talk about 1988. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What were you doing in 1988? Well, exactly. <laughs> 1988. What was I doing? Mourning the loss of my first love. We broke up that January. Oh. Aww. <laughs> okay. Enough of the sad stories. No. 88. Um. <laughs> not a bad year for movies. Um. That was the summer of Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Roger Rabbit. You're right. That was an awesome movie. You like Roger and Rabbit, huh? I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, for it, even for its time and today, the blend of live uh-huh. action and animation is seamless. I mean, they did back then more convincingly what CGI cannot do now. Mm-hmm. I mean – 
it, just, it was just, I mean, you never saw all those cartoon characters in the same thing before. I mean, who would have ever thought that they could get the rights to put the Looney Tunes and the Disney characters in the same movie? So what Zemeckis did there, I mean, it was <coughs> kind of beyond brilliant. And it was a good story, too, and I like Bob Hoskins. I thought he was a good lead actor. Mm-hmm. So uh, awesome movie there. Mm-hmm. And that summer, another one of my favorite movies came out, um, Coming to America. Ah, I remember um, that. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. And uh, Arsenio Hall. Mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall, that's correct. That, and they both played multiple roles in the movie. Um, you would um, The barbershop scene, one of those barbers was – I think one of them was played by Arsenio, and two were done by Eddie. Mm. Good makeup jobs. And it was just interesting how they could you know, play the same characters and be all in the same scene. Very well made. Um, I actually saw that one at the movies three times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh my God. those two are the ones I remember off the top of my head. Um, what else came out in 88? Well, let's see. There was Rambo 3, which, frankly, I was underwhelmed by. Um, my name is John Rambo. While you're thinking about that, I just wanted to give a quick update on the concert. Um, in sure. England tonight, and so they're still saying 19 dead, which is just so sad. Um, mm-hmm. But they're saying it's a po- it could be a possible suicide bomber. Oh. Uh, there's a possibility of that, so they're definitely um, leaning towards you know terrorism with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is it is very sad. I I just I can't believe it. You know. Um, I mean, this is just crazy. And, you know, the mm-hmm. president's away. You know, we know he's in Saudi Arabia right now, and uh, I'm not sure how long that trip is and how I'm, – I'm sure he's going to give a statement of some sort at some point about this, you would think. Um, so I guess we'll wait to see, you know, and hear more. But so far that's what I'm reading right now, that they're saying that it's a possibility of a suicide bomber. Mm-hmm. When did this actually happen today? Uh, tonight in England at the concert, I think it was around 10.45 England time. 10.45. Yeah, about 5.45 our time. Five hours mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, my, actually, I didn't even hear about this until my wife mentioned it to me right before I called you guys, uh, the terrorist mm-hmm. attack. Uh, I wasn't really looking at the news this evening, so, wow, I mean, I'm in shock, too. It's damn shame that... Uh, it's a damn shame you can't even go to a concert anymore without being scared, no. you know? Think of the movies, concert, um, anything. Yeah, I mean, they're saying Church. it was a, ma- a massive, massive explosion. Just There was a bang, and there was smoke coming out through all the steps, and everyone was just screaming and yelling. And they were, you know, people were just shouting for their kids. And um, they're saying there was at least 20 or 30 people on the floor, um, that, you know, that were just either dead or just laying, you know, hurt. Um, and you could, and people, I'm read as I'm reading right now, they're just saying you could just see that they had passed away, mm-hmm. you know, on the, on the ground there from the explosion. My, so Donna, Donna is actually going to be flying to Romania at the end of June. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of freaking her out a bit. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, she's going through London. There's a stopover yeah, in a London. A lot of flights. 
stop there. Yeah, Heathrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. Um, yeah, when we used to before when we were going to Romania, we would take Air France and we'd have a stopover at Charles de Gaulle Airport. But mm-hmm. she found a something better, and this particular airline has a stopover at Heathrow. And I just have to mention Heathrow Airport. You think our airports here are disorganized? Try going through Heathrow. They mm-hmm. have no concept of crowd control whatsoever. No. That's a mad. That is a madhouse. That place. Last wow. time I was in the airport, I was I was there coming back from Romania, <laughs> and uh, and the, I know I know that night um, I had a layover and it was a mess. They wouldn't let me stay in there. I had to got to go down to the exit area and sleep for twelve hours on a chair. It was, uh, but I could have walked anywhere. It was it was a little messy. So I uh, hope mm-hmm. they uh, tighten up security there. Um, mm-hmm. Especially for your wife's trip, you know. Did you say you went to Romania too? Did you say you were in Romania? Yeah, man, remember we had mm-hmm. this talk. Uh, I manage my day job. Um, I actually manage a team of six individuals in Bucharest, and um, oh, I said that's, that's right. how I knew your wife was from Romania. You told me after I said that to you. Earl, it was last November. Mm-hmm. I was there. I loved it. Um, of oh, course, okay. when I was there, um, Donald Trump became president, and I, I didn't know if I was going to get back into the country. <laughs> um, but it, I did love the the city a lot more than I thought I would, and the, and the people were just wonderful. The so, first um, time I was in Romania was at the end of 2000 with that mm-hmm. whole Bush election and the Florida, you know, hanging mm-hmm. Chad situation, whatever it was. Yeah. Half the people I met, as soon as they heard I was from America, hey, your country doesn't have a president right now. And it's like, <laughs> we have a president. With it, the new one just hasn't been decided yet and doesn't need to be mm-hmm. until January. Mm-hmm. But it just astonished me that everyone's like, you don't have a president. <laughs> like, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> I, got a, I got a quick movie question for you. Another one I'm thinking of right now because it was earlier we talked about it. Um, Chris Cornell, of course, passed away this week. We're still trying to find out uh, the exact cause. So it's uh, it Yeah, so that's been confirmed. That's it was been confirmed. Hanging? I yes. heard that he had the thing around his neck, but they didn't. He was on the floor. Yes, so you could still you could still commit suicide by hanging and be on the floor. You could do it sitting on. Uh, you could hang yourself on a doorknob or anything that's low. Okay. No, I yeah. I, I didn't see the news. It was actually confirmed that that. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. It it, it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hung from the door. I see hung from the doorway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Yep. And uh, I'll, I'll ask you after after we go with George. But I'm so curious. Um, was there any note? Because he, he did a concert just before that. I know the body guard kicked in the door. Um, we'll come back to this. But, George, my question for you was um, the movie Singles. It came out in, what, 91, 92? 92. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of introduced us to a lot of the bands uh, face-to-face, like from Chris Cornell from Soundgarden and uh, Eddie Vedder. Yeah, did you have any thoughts ca- on that movie? Mm-hmm. Well, I believe he did cameo in that movie. Yeah. Um. I saw it just the one time when it first came out, and I really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Excuse me, I thought it was funny. I thought it it was kind of an accurate portrayal of the dating scene in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, the soundtrack, not too bad. It's yeah, not necessarily it. my kind of music, but uh, mm-hmm. not bad. Mm-hmm. But I do like that movie a lot. Um, I believe it was directed by Cameron Crowe, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Who also mm-hmm. – what did he do also? Well, he's done a few things, but uh, – oh, he did Almost Famous, I believe. 
Oh, a great movie. Yeah, I forgot about that movie. It's a great movie. Almost, Almost Famous <laughs> is excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yes, I like singles. Okay. So I'm trying to think so, what else came out in 88. Um, uh, well, movie-wise, um, yeah. go ahead. Twins with Schwarzenegger and DeVito. You are my brother. <laughs> it was his first intentional comedy, and it was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, my stepmother is an alien. Oh, that's a good one. Do you remember uh, the movie Big? That came out that year. With oh, Tom oh yeah, right. that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Um, Rain Man, Chris, and yeah. Rain Man. Remember oh, we were talking yeah. about this the other day? Sparkly, very sparkly. Oh, that's, definitely. I was just trying definitely, to think, why the heck were we talking about Rain Man? <laughs> sparkly, look, very sparkly. Look for our new promo coming out very soon, and Sparkly will have a whole new... Um, Meaning. Yeah. <laughs> Kmart sucks. <laughs> Kmart sucks. Have to get new underwear. <laughs> Wapner at five, right? Wapner Ten minutes Wapner. <laughs> that was a great movie. That was very of course, good. Of course, she was very sparkly. <laughs> I now, love it. That year, there was, it was um, let's see, Dangerous Liaisons with uh, Glenn mm-hmm. Close and John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. That was an excellent film. Mm-hmm. Now, Cocktail, that, also by Tom Cruise. I'm sorry? Cocktail with Tom oh, Cruise. Cocktail. That, that oh, That was cocktail. a great movie. I liked it. That was like a hangover. A hang, hangover in color. Oh, that was uh, well, So I'm assuming you didn't like it. <laughs> a movie about bartending? <laughs> All right. It could have been worse, I suppose. I guess to each but... his own. Uh, I, just, I liked the whole storyline. I thought it was fun. I thought, you know, all that. So... Look, if I want Difference movies opinion, about, if I, I want movies, cool movies about bars. Give me Roadhouse any day. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's a cool movie. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Swayze could have kicked Tom Tom Cruise's butt. Seriously. Who was it? Tom, Swayze? Patrick Swayze could have taken mm-hmm. Tom Cruise any day of the week. Uh, yeah, I mean it was two different movies, you know. I don't know. I'm just goofing like here. It. Yeah, no, I'm just messing good. with you a little bit, Lillian. <laughs> nah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, everybody has their favorites. Every, you know. I know you guys have a good. What's that? I actually took my mom to see Cocktail. She wanted to see it for mm-hmm. whatever reason. So mm-hmm. I took her, and uh, that was actually when I still liked Tom Cruise. I really am not a big fan of his these days. You know, I uh, have... but I did like him back then. Well, I'm not. I don't remember the. He's done a few good movies, but in general, mm-hmm. I find he's a very one-note actor. He mm-hmm. kind of keeps playing the same roles. And his okay. next movie is The Mummy. Yeah, they're rebooting mm-hmm. yeah. it once again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know how that's going to come out. Um, they want to start a whole, you know, monster universe thing. They want to redo all the Universal monster movies. And have mm-hmm. them all take place in the same, you know, universe. And they're starting with the mummy. And I think the unifying character is going to be Dr. Jekyll, who's played by Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. It's all contingent, I suppose, on how this first movie does. And uh, it could go either way, really. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It. 
I'm looking at a few previews. I'm not really that impressed so far. But okay. we'll see. I'm, I'm going to reserve opinion on that one. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll turn out okay. We'll have to see. But uh, as of right now, I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, 88 was a decent year for movies, as I recall. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, there were some disappointments. I remember taking my dad to go to see uh, The Accidental Tourist. It got mm-hmm. so many great reviews. For the life of us, we couldn't figure why was it getting these great reviews. What? Are we watching the same movie? This is boring. Mm-hmm. You remember, do you guys remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Gina Davis won the Oscar for that one, I believe. Yeah, of course. Um, I got one you guys haven't mentioned. Go ahead. What's that? Die Hard. Die Hard. Another great one. I oh, love the Die Hard movies. Mm-hmm. Absolute, absolute classic. Mm-hmm. Had the pleasure of seeing that on the biggest screen in Philadelphia at the Sam Eric Four, the former Boyd wow. Theater. Mm-hmm. Man, wow. Now, here's an interesting little trivia fact um, you might not know about Die Hard. Now, it all had to do with the rights to the original book on which it was based. Mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra was first offered the role of John McClane. Wow. I Who was? Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra? That's what I thought you said. Wow. Well, again, it had to do with some the rights and how they were. I don't know. Sinatra had something to do with them. And in the mm-hmm. contract, it stipulated, should this ever be made into the movie, he had to be offered the role first. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. this contract was like maybe 15, 20 years earlier than 88, so mm-hmm. obviously he was younger. But, yeah, of course, when they offered him the role, you know, he's like, yeah, thanks, but no. You know, by then he was too old to do what John McClane was yeah. doing, so mm-hmm. they gave it to Bruce Willis eventually. And did you guys also know that Frank Sinatra was the original choice for the role of Dirty Harry? No, but I was just thinking that in my head because you had me thinking that Frank Sinatra and cop roles. I'm wondering, I was putting them in my head in a, in a Dirty Harry role. But as much as I love them, I'm glad they, they they chose who they did choose. So, oh, it can't be anybody but Clint Eastwood. Oh man. Do you do you feel lucky today? I love it. Um, well, in all this confusion. I know what you're thinking, punk. Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth, <laughs> in all this confusion, I forgot. But being that this is the 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world and can blow your head clean off, you have to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky today? Well, do you, <laughs> punk? <laughs> I think I've seen a movie a few too many times. <laughs> awesome. So, so throw some um, more titles at me from 88. I'm doing all the talking yeah. here. I don't want to monopolize. Oh, no, you're fine. You're what fine. Else you see, what else we got? Uh, oh, Beetlejuice. I, think, I mean, we, uh, we, you, you mentioned that. We didn't really talk about it. Yeah, Beetlejuice, of course. Um, I mean, I saw that. Oh, that, um, was, that was funny. Here's, was a, funny. here's a fantasy movie that came out from 88. Willow. You guys remember Willow? Yeah. No. It was a Ron Howard <laughs> picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Val Kilmer cool played the lead. He did. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. 
here's another one um, that you guys probably both know too. Uh, Heather's. Uh, I mean, I've heard classic. of it. I don't think I've seen that. Ah, the cult classic. One. Hang on a second. I want to look something up here. I just want to be sure I get the the line right before I actually quote it. Um, what really broke me up about that movie was Christian Slater's imitation of Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he was so dead on in that movie. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yep. Now let's see. Um, where is that line? Hang on, I'm going through IMDb right now. Um, let's see. Okay, yeah, when those and the, near the beginning, when those two football players were giving them a hard time, and they said something like, "Hey, man, doesn't this cafeteria have a no gay guys policy?" And Christian Slater says. Well, they seem to have an open door policy for a holes, though, don't they? <laughs> but you have to imagine him saying it like Jack yeah. Nicholson. I mean, it was just classic. Right. Mm. But um, I got trivia for both of you. I won't say it or what it is. There was a movie with a famous, famous song that came out that year that we have not mentioned, and sung by a female. Oh my gosh, that could be anything. No, okay. Wait, what, what was the clue? You have to give, you more, give me more than that. I didn't even hear the clue. Oh. So there was a song that came out, I mean, with the, the, the soundtrack from this song, that mm-hmm. is still a famous, famous song today. When it comes out, it makes people cry. Um, oh, jeez. Don't worry, uh, be happy? No, if I tell you the name of the singer. George, really, does that make you cry? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> really? That it became so popular, it makes me cry. Does people have any hate oh anymore? Because we used to dance to it. <laughs> I uh, did we? Because I just yeah. can't even imagine dancing to dancing yeah, to a so song like horrible. that. How does yeah, that even so happen? The woman who sings the song is also in the movie. Ooh. Ah, I do know what you're talking about. Um. Yeah. Wow. A song that makes you cry. Wind beneath woman... my wings. Oh goodness! It. It's beaches. Ding 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 ding. Mhm. Oh my goodness. Yep. Yeah, that was a. All right, it was a chick flick, but I liked it. But I'm mm-hmm. a big fan yeah, of Bette Midler. Huge mm-hmm. fan of Bette Midler. Are you? Ever mm-hmm. since Ruthless People, I've been a fan. Mm-hmm. She's funny and she can sing. And I really wish yeah. she'd make more. Wish she'd make more movies, you know. Yeah, yeah, she's she's great. Yeah, I don't think she's been in anything recently, has she? Um, well, I can look that up. The last movie I remember her being in that came to the theaters was Drowning Mona back in uh, 2000. Um, let me see what I can find here. Come on, Bette Midler, Bette Midler. Here we go. And actress, let's see, what has she done? Oh, a few years ago, she was in a movie with Billy Crystal called Parental Guidance. She and Billy Crystal played the grandparents who were reluctantly asked to look after their grandkids while their overprotective parents went away. And, of course, you know, the grandparents don't understand the new parenting style. It's like, well, of course you can have ice cream and soda. Of course you can do this. Why not? <laughs> So it was an all right movie. There are there's a ton of movies that we haven't mentioned. One of them, 
um, it was very close to the TV show that Lily and I were on. Um, it was kind of based somewhat, somewhat on it. The In uh, Crowd. No, that's one, but there was another one. Hairspray. They, re- they redid it. Yeah, hairspray, there you go. And I think they actually came on our, some of them even came on our uh, our set, didn't they, though? Somebody what is that? Hairspray. Hairspray came out, yes. I yeah, did yeah. see that. Mm-hmm. They came on. Hairspray uh, was made into a Broadway musical. The musical mm-hmm. was adapted into another movie in 2007. And just this past season, they uh, did it as a live broadcast on TV. And the one on TV was pretty good. But there's no comparison. Um, the original one from 88, that's awesome. Yeah. Here is and, uh, another. Go ahead. I was going to say, I also saw the in crowd, which I believe was shot in part in Philadelphia, and that was pretty good. Yeah, cool. I have a lot of. We auditioned for that a lot. I know I did. <laughs> Um, they, they came on the show. We interviewed all the stars. Rick, which one was Ricky Lake in? Hairspray or the Incrap? Hairspray. Hairspray. Yeah. So they came to our. They both both of them came to our set uh, for interviews. Because um, they're lined up outside the Tower Theater in one of the scenes. Do you remember that? Um, Locust Street down up at Arby. They're waiting to go into the the supposed studio. Um. Here's one for you, and you guys will get it right away. You ready? Go mm-hmm. for it. Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? Child's play. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, there's was... more. Um, I, I don't I, I could give it away, but I get, it gets R-rated if I say it. The Naked Gun. Yeah, that was the funny. The Police Squad. Mm-hmm. It's amazing um, that that... Durham. Boulderham, yeah, that was good. Um, what else? All right, a terrible one. Poltergeist three. Yes. Uh, yes. Is that the one where um they come to the house? The guy says, "Let me in." That um, was two. That was two. What was three? That was two where the old preacher keeps banging on the yeah. door. Three was the mm-hmm. one at the Chicago high rise. So I have a, uh, a news bit to go with that. Mm-hmm. Before you uh, got on the call, George, I don't know if you're listening, we were saying famous people who were born in 1988, um, Haley Joe Osmond and uh, Vanessa Hudgens, who uh, hosted the Bill Moore Awards last night, was born in 88. But somebody died in 88 related to that movie, uh, Poltergeist. Uh, the original Poltergeist. Heather Heather O'Rourke, of course. Yeah. The little girl, right? Yeah. Yep. She died in 1988. Died a few mm-hmm. months before three came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you look, if you ever saw Poltergeist three, I mean, if you looked at it, she didn't look right in that movie. She yeah. really. I think it was. I think she had. She died from some kind of disease, right? So, and I think she got really swollen or something. I don't remember it. It was something like um, that. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she was. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia as we speak. I did this research before when I was writing up the Poltergeist movies years back, mm-hmm. and I know they said something about um, – let's see. She was misdiagnosed – initially misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease. Um, they prescribed prednisone, um, caused her cheeks to appear large and puffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she became ill again in January of 88. 
Um, she collapsed. She had a cardiac arrest and route to the hospital. She died. Um, she died during surgery to repair an acute bowel construction, and it was complicated by septic shock. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, they say that there's a curse on those poltergeist movies. Mm-hmm. Well, like the first the movie. Too, right? the, the first movie, um, Dominique Dunn, who played the eldest sister. Mm-hmm. That fall, that September 1982, she was strangled to death by her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, the preacher that we were just talking about was played by Julian Beck. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, he died during the filming of that movie. But I can look that up real quick. Um, yeah, he died in September of 85. Um, let's see. Yeah, he was uh, It was in the midst of filming it, I believe, he died. And then months after Poltergeist 2 came out, the Indian guy, Will Sampson, he died mm-hmm. of open heart, during open-heart surgery or something. And then, of course, Heather O'Rourke while the third one was being filmed. So, cursed or not, you decide. Very scary, very sad. Um, she was very young. Oh my god. Twelve. Yeah. She was twelve. Yeah, it was pretty young, yeah. Mm, yeah, it was horrible. But uh you know, we have the first movie to remember her by. She gave us the immortal line, They're here. So we'll always mm-hmm. remember her for that. Yeah. And as you re- you may recall, she also was in a season of happy days. Yeah, I when... don't re- I don't remember that. Oh, Fonzie had a girlfriend one season, a single mm-hmm. mother. Heather O'Rourke yep. was the kid. Yep. But apparently uh, the fans of Happy Days didn't want Fonzie to have a serious girlfriend, so she was going the next season. <laughs> um, yeah, it's sad. I, I, I like the, the storyline. I was a Rocky fan. I mean, Rocky, of course, and Fonzie's fan growing up, so... Uh, I, I kind of stunk. I think she. I forget what they had her. What they had her. How did they had her leave? Or she just said she couldn't do it or something. I, uh, the girlfriend. Um, crazy stuff. That was a um, heck of a show. <laughs> yeah. Sure lasted a long time. Love happy days. Um. What else are I gonna say? Um. George, we have to get a break in a few minutes, so let me uh, give a few plugs for you, brother. Oh, okay. Go for it. Anybody wants to uh, know anything about movies, uh, you're going to get the latest movie reviews around. If you have a question in general about a film, I know who to go to. It's my friend George Rother, Movie Guy 24-7, and MovieGuy247.com, and on Facebook. Um, George, take it away. Give some yourself. Reach out. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. As you know, I'm George Rother, a.k.a. Movie Guy 24-7. I would love it if you came and visit me on my Facebook page, um, Movie Guy 24-7. And when you do, please be sure to like the page. I sure would appreciate it. And any questions you may have about movies, feel free to ask. I'll answer as best I can. Thank you.
Thanks, brother. We appreciate you. Everyone, Not check to out worry. George. Thank you, my friend. Well, thanks for we'll having me. You, got, you guys have a great week. Thanks, George. You do the Pleasure. same. Pleasure. Tell Donna we said hi, man. You got it. Take care. Bye. We're going to go to a quick break. I'll be back in three. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook. We are back. You're listening to Chris Kelly and Lillian Nardowski live on Totally Driven Radio. We have We're about back. Nine, we have about back. nine minutes left. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want to call in, what's the number, though? It's 718 
508-9883. We've had some good calls tonight. Um, you want to give an update, Lil, on what's, what's going on with the uh, Manchester? You know, I haven't checked in the last few minutes, but I can do okay. that right now. Sure. Anyway, um, <clears throat> that was uh, George had a lot of good things to say, didn't he? Yeah, it was, a, it was a great conversation tonight. Some a lot good, of good stuff. Uh, good movies to look forward to this summer. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's looking forward to Wonder Woman. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> yeah. So it just came up, and, um, yeah, they're still saying the same thing, um, 19 dead, um, it seems for sure, and that they are still looking at it as a possible suicide bomber. So um, Horrible. So sad, yeah. Prayers for Manchester. Uh, 19 dead, 50 injured uh, as of right now. Um, as Lillian said, possible suicide uh, terrorist bombing there. Um, but what bothers me most is these are teenagers probably mostly. Um, this world is not the world that we grew up in. It's sad. There's some sick people in this world. It's very disturbing. Um, for the next few minutes, if we hear more, we'll continue to share updates with you. Um we were talking about the year 1988 uh, tonight. Um, we didn't cover any music. <laughs> what music was played in 1988? <laughs> um, well, um, I did have that in front of me, and I uh, I kind of lost it, but I'm looking for it right now. Uh, there, I know. Well, I got one. You, you want to hear the number one call, number one song? I do remember. I remember seeing it, and I do have it in front of me now. Um, it was. You want to go ahead and say it? You gotta have faith, faith, faith. Right. Baby. Michael, the late great George Michael. Go down that list. You look at the billboard uh you're in high hats. I right? am. I am. Um so uh, number two was again another one uh, another one we lost, um, Michael Hutchins from In Excess. Yeah. Need you tonight. Another well, yeah. great song. The first three um, people are all gone. Yeah. Is 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 the third one gone too? Yeah, George Harrison from the Beatles. He's gone too. I got my mind set on you. I remember that song. And then number uh, coming in at number four is Rick Astley with "Never Gonna Give You Up." Mm-hmm. He you came to dance on air and dance party. I remember. He did. I danced with him. Mm-hmm. He was so nice. <laughs> he was so nice. How can you forget Rick Astley coming there? <laughs> yeah, take number five. Number five was. Uh, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. That was a great song. Um, Slash, I mean, Slash and Guns N' Roses, let me say, that those chords were just so fantastic. The whole, you know, November Rain, all those songs, uh, Guns N' Roses. Uh, they were a great band. Um, number six, Whitney Houston, So Emotional. Remember that one? Another one we lost. My goodness, mm-hmm. look at this list. I mean, oh, that's horrible. crazy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So Emotional. And then number, coming in at number seven, we have Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda mm-hmm. Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And, um, uh, oh, gosh. This, is, this takes me back to slow songs. Um, mm-hmm. Tiffany. Could Tiffany. Could have been yeah. so beautiful, right? Could have been so right. Go ahead. Hmm. Um, and then I don't recognize this one at number eight. Maybe do I you? do. You do breathe. breathe. They had um, two big hits. Um, Hands to Heaven. I, and, then, and I got the other Tiffany song in my head. But let me. I had the album because I like this song and another one. Let me. Um, let me bring it up real quick. 
Hands mm-hmm. to Heaven it's called? Uh, Hands to Heaven, yes. Um, by Breeze. Mm-hmm. They had two hits. I can't remember the other one, but here it is now. Are you ready? As long as I don't get a commercial, which of course I got. Commercial's got a couple more seconds left. We're looking up the song Hands to Heaven by Breathe um, from the year 1988. Just to refresh us, we remember what it is. Um, Here we go. That's for this my car driving the video. There. Yeah, I don't feel like hearing any slow songs. Chris. <laughs> Do you remember it though? No, I don't. I don't know. Oh, too- that was a good one. I like that one. Um, what know. else is on our I list? I recognize it. And then uh, coming in at number 10 is Steve Winwood with Roll With It. I remember that. Roll With It, baby. Yeah, that's a good one. And then uh, I'm just going to mention number 11 because it's George Michael again. It's One More Try, which is mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite songs by him. So just to yeah, that's that one too. It's a good one. Number 12, Taryn Strindar. Remember this one? Of course. Wishing Well. Wishing Well. I can't remember. I can hear the beep. I can't remember all the words. Uh, something. Oh, it's called The Wishing Well. <laughs> okay, so we'll go up to 15. How's that sound? And number then, 15? Um, do you remember this next one? Anything for you? Mm-hmm. Gloria Sam, yes, I love that. Gloria Stefan in the Miami Oh, Station. yeah. And then number 14 is a good song, very good song, Cheap Trick with The, the Flame. Flame. A lot of ballads in 1988, apparently. <laughs> I'm looking down this list. <laughs> yeah, and then coming in at number 15 oh, is yeah. Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car. Remember that by Billy Ocean? Get out of my dreams, mm-hmm. get into uh, my car. <laughs> Let's go up to uh, let's go up to the top to number twenty. So what's number sixteen? Uh, Seasons change by Expose. I oh, another like slow song, yeah. And the next one after that's a slow one too, by White Snake. Is this, is this love? love that I'm feeling? Right. Mhm. And then uh, the Escape Club comes in at number eighteen with Wild Wild West. The Wild Wild West. The Wild Wild West. I'm not mm-hmm. singing the next one, though. You can't. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not singing the next one. Um, I'm going to let you say the title. I'll say the groove. You say the title. <laughs> <laughs> Pour some sugar on me. By Death Leopard. <laughs> yeah. And number 20 for the year 1988, let me do the drum roll, was... I'll Always Love You by Taylor Dane. I'll always love you. Right? Mm-hmm. Taylor Dane. Yes. All right, so we have one minute left. We're going to thank everybody <laughs> for listening, everybody who called in. We greatly appreciate it. Right. Um, you can find us on Chris Kelly from 80s TV. You can <laughs> they just send a video of uh, Rick, Rick Astley. I think he's singing to you. Um you can find us on Lillian Nardowski from Dancing on Air, Dance Party USA, right, Lou? It just, it's just Lillian from Dancing on Air, Dance Party USA. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. 
And you can find us on Instagram, um, Facebook, website, Chris Kelly from ADC TV. If you type it in, you'll find us. Um, we also want to give a thank you out to the um, Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. Uh, Bay said he wanted to thank Liliana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Don't make me laugh. Lillian. Um, and, again, before we take off, uh, our prayers and thoughts are – we're going out to Manchester, England. Um, the latest news is uh, 19 dead, 50 injured as reports of an explosion at the Ariana Grande concerts. And mm-hmm. uh, they think it's a suicide bomber, right, Lil? They're um, suspecting that it is, yes. That's stay tuned. Um, we'll, we'll continue to follow the story as much as you will throughout the night. But um, thank you, everyone. And uh, what do we say, Lil? You, you, always remember, I never forget. You could take someone out of the 80s, but... You can't take the 80s out of anyone. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Have a great night. Good night.